You are listening to the Mango Tea Podcast with Jody and DK. Like us on Instagram and Twitter at Mango Tea Podcast. Email us at mangoteapodcast at gmail.com. Like, comment, share. Share with your uncle. Share with your parents, your family. Master Joe down the block. Mm-hmm. Master Jim Rona Road. Everybody. <laughs> and your uncle. Listen. Digicel giving out free internet now. Get it together. Get we it are together. not sponsored by Digicel. Digicel, hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, we're collecting checks still. <laughs> All right. Now let's start the show. So for our first segment in Talawa in the Maracan. Talawa in the Maracan. I just love that. <laughs> you do. You're Trinidad accent. I know. <laughs> I'm still working on it. I'm yeah. still working on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have two great things this week. The first is St. Vincent and the Grenadines. They have been officially sworn in as members of the UN Security Council. Woo! They have one of the non-permanent roles on the council. And let's hope that the, the big dogs hear their voices. You are We are dots on the map, but huge impact. Yeah, they're so small, so I don't know what they're going to do at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next they in Talawa, they um, they found more oil in Suriname. Right near Guyana. Yes, Suriname. I'm coming. Y'all got a carnival? <laughs> <laughs> I know that. It's just like London. <laughs> Listen, I will I come. Anybody say they've been to Suriname though? Sure, you know. I've, I've heard talk about Guyana, like yeah. Guyana, like people. I've, I've heard, heard like maybe one or two Guyana. people say they've been, been to Suriname. Suriname. Yeah. What's there? Beach? Educated people. <laughs> Beach? I don't know. I can, if you're we, from Suriname, tweet us. Yes. So we need to know. Send us pictures. Tell us how you grew up in Suriname. Suriname. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Do you consider yourself a part of the Caribbean or not? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. I'm interested. Listen, let us know. Tweet us, comments, send us an inbox. Slide in our DMs. Wait, wait. Actually, we have polls on our instagram page oh, that we yeah, do we from do. time to time yeah. um in the last couple of polls have been very interesting yeah let's talk so, about what we had last week okay with crime yes so and, and the role of the church please yes because yeah because the mango was divided in it that one was. <laughs> check out episode two <laughs> the question was does the church have any impact on crime, crime in jamaica, in, jamaica right. in, the, in the caribbean actually i think yeah. i put and the answers were seventy nine percent said no, twenty one percent said yes. Which I agree with. So people the people of the diaspora have spoken. They have spoken. The church now I'm gonna do nothing. I still stand by my point. Check out episode two for what I said. All right. Now this brings us to a very, very sad story. Mm. I get angry about it mm. every time. I read something about it. Since the start of the year, there have been six women murdered between Jamaica and Trinidad in domestic violence situations. So, men who are who have a problem more likely with a dominant woman, or who have a problem with a woman having a say in a relationship, or just insecure. Yeah, just insecure. Yeah, he is. It's just toxic. Very. So. Particularly in Trinidad, they had three of these murders. The three murders, it was all in one week. That's sick. Very sick. 
a few people have spoken out in Trinidad about this, and they said the music, soca music, is to blame for the rise of domestic violence in the country. That's a poor excuse that almost is a pure joke. <laughs> listen. Like, soca music is almost like, listen. Let's I feel like it's more, em- yeah, I feel like it's more empowering for women. I mean, like... Dancehall music, I couldn't... I can understand. Yeah. The dancehall music is all yeah. about Jokey Jam and Stuck and... <laughs> the man having control of the dance. Yeah. Soca yeah. music is more like, let's jump up and down. I don't yeah. memories and wave the flag. Because, like, like, carnival is woman. Yeah. It celebrates women. It celebrates women. I mean, but reggae music also celebrates women. But wait, what celebrates... What glorifies the control of women, though? Because I think that's the issue. Mm-hmm. with domestic um, violent cases in Jamaica. And in Trinidad, it's the idea that a man has control over the woman. A man can say, you know what? I'm the dominant one in the relationship and you can go nowhere without me. And that's a bigger issue now. And it also stems from this idea of the Christian principle where mm-hmm. a man is the head of the household and also a woman must subject herself or well, she must subject herself to a man. She must be submissive. Submissive. People interpret things in the way that they see it in their head. Sure. Some people see it as, okay, my wife, I'm the leader of the house, yeah. but I'm gonna, my wife is supporting me, and really, she's the leader of the house. Sure. Others are like, me a man, me a tough man, I me I run things, I me exactly. bring the money, I me do this, I me do that. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. A man, in, and in a lot of the cases in Jamaica, I feel like the men all think, okay, I am the head of the house. I'm the don. Mm-hmm. You you just did it for clean. And if you're not there to clean, and I'm still controlling. Yeah. I think with one of the cases, it was as if one of the men had another. I think there was a case that my friend was, we were talking about today. She was talking about how a girl, she was with a married man. Uh-huh. And he decided, she decided she was going to leave him. Mm-hmm. And he came into the supermarket and decided he's going to kill her. Because he's saying, okay, you're not going to leave me. Yet still, I'm so surprised about the whole situation because... He's, he's the one that's married, married yeah. and he should be glad that she's saying let me leave you and let you stay with your wife but he is like no you're not gonna leave me you know what i think one of the things that needs to be done <clears throat> in the caribbean we need to normalize therapy we do especially for men for, for men exactly that's true. especially for black men um because we need it yes everyone needs counseling we do everyone but needs at therapy this point, i feel like men have been taught to suppress their feelings they've been yeah. taught to just also be angry. Like, you've always been t- you've been taught to be tough and to be macho. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put a woman in her place, you're not a man. Yeah. When really, you're a coward. Yeah, basically. Because if you're going to kill a woman, or you're even going to threaten a woman because she wants to leave you, mm-hmm. you clearly have an issue. Yes, you do. So, Dance Hall has responded mm. to the <laughs> number Hall. of um, crimes that have occurred since the start of the year in Jamaica. In with relation to women? Domestic violence, yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, I can't keep a straight face. So, Mug Honorable, so he wanted to do his part or respond to the issue through music. Mm. He recently re- released a track on YouTube called Move On, mm. a.k.a. Namado Vagyal Part 2. <laughs> and the first line says... My you, mm. don't kill the gal then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, continue. <laughs> Listen, I <laughs> oh, cannot. Listen, the man is out of the truth though. Continue with the lyrics, please. Yeah, but no matter what gal part two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets me. That's what every single time I read it. Every single time. <laughs> no matter what gal part two. Oh my goodness. Um, so... 
of course, the political powers that be and the police have responded. Mm-hmm. So in Trinidad, they are, I think it's on January 21st. Yeah, January 21st. They're going to enact the Gender Bias Violence Unit. They're having a gender bias, gender-based violence unit that's going to be enacted um, in the 21st of this month, which is supposed to investigate cases of domestic violence comes down to families and basically I guess they're also doing counseling mm-hmm. and helping with speaking to women about speaking up yeah but i feel like that's part of the issue too i think they women also at some point they need to start speaking up and letting their voices be, be heard because we're not gonna know that you have an issue in your home if you don't say anything because clearly the man is not gonna say i have an issue mm-hmm. and it's I mean, sad that we're putting her in a position to say you need to get this fixed but at the end of the day i feel like at some point she has to say there's an issue with my family i need help yeah because the man's not gonna do it he needs i feel like he should and he needs to but mm-hmm. he's not gonna do it yeah and it's 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 very mm-hmm. sad it is. and so what they've been doing a lot this week is showing They've been there's been a lot of articles about like telling the signs of domestic violence, but yeah. I feel like I a lot unless of videos. yeah, doing a, did a video. There's mm-hmm. another one. There's another Jamaican. I think radio personality. She did another video. I can't remember her name. But I feel like unless you've been through it, it's hard to identify it. Yeah. But I feel like as a woman, you can. I mean, clearly, I'm not a woman, but as a woman, I'm sure you can all identify with being me being in an office and feel like a manish. Is it, he's showing his dominance literally all the time. Yeah, so I feel like as a woman, you can always, you can like, all. Sir, my my eyes are up here. My head yeah, is up here. Do like, not stop looking at my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're big. Yeah, exactly. Leave yeah. it up. Leave you know. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of women have felt threatened, whether it's in the workplace, mm-hmm. whether you're in the community, whether even at church. But you know what? Some sometimes you don't even know that you're being abused, mm. and that's where I think mm. therapy needs to come Snap in. Fingers for that one. The silent abuse. Yes. Um, so in Jamaica, mm. there have been a lot of criticism about their Domestic Violence Act, and they're saying it's too weak. Sure. Well, their thing has been um, instilled from 1996. So clearly, that should have been readjusted, reassessed from a long time ago. Yeah. Like, you can't have an act of that from 1996 and tell me that the same measures you took to deal with this case in 1996 the same measures you're taking in 2020 mm-hmm. i mean they also said that like the most of the mm-hmm. the police officers in the jamaica constabulary force mm-hmm. they are trained to identify domestic violence but i've heard but they're also a part of the problem though they this week there was a case of this man he was a part of i think he, he was, was a part, part of the, of the army. army yeah he was a part of the army yeah and his common he killed his common law wife yeah but they you know also what? have a lot of issues with themselves, though. Because here's the thing with them, though. There's this anger issue. Yes. So they're dealing with a lot. And I feel like... The police. I don't think they're the people to do... I'm sorry. <laughs> In my opinion, I don't think they're the people to address the situation. Uh-huh. I think there needs to be, like, a, like a hybrid, like a special... Like a, a therapist that can carry a gun. True. Like a, like a hybrid. Like, you can identify these issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, let's stop. And then I'm looking over and then she has a gun. Her no, it'd be, like, in the back. <laughs> but like say they they're treating a, a patient and mm-hmm. they they hear well i'm gonna scrap this I'm gonna, this doesn't make any sense like, no. no um what do you think needs to be done though i think there needs to be a national conversation about toxic masculinity yeah, yeah, I'm definitely um we i think there also needs to be 
defense, um, like women's defense programs. Defense forces, true. Yep. Um, but the toxic, and I think that toxic masculinity, though, we're talking about dancehall culture too. We're talking about dancehall culture. We're talking about the church's role in Jamaica. I feel like a lot of that has to play with toxic masculinity. Not to it, not, I'm not yeah. in church. Clearly, I'm a church boy. Mm-hmm. But we have you have been taught in the church to be. I mean, it's Submiss- a yeah. but it's like the women have been taught in churches, and especially in Jamaica, to be submissive. Yes. That definition but you know what? has been screwed, but they've yeah. been taught to be submissive and to be there for the man. And even when a man is cheating on you, usually you're staying in a relationship. That's what because society God says. Ordained, quote unquote. <laughs> and you have to take care of a man picking from outside. I've, you know what? I've seen it with aunties, grandmothers. I've seen it with family too. Not, I'm not mentioning any names, but I've seen it with family where the women have always been submissive to the man mm-hmm. and he is being verbally and physically abusive. But and you know she's what? Not doing anything. You know what I've always thought though about Jamaican women? We're very, very, very strong, right? Mm. Like, we, Jamaican women, or strength literally knows no bo- no bounds. I think but when it comes, comes down to the man. Yeah. yeah. But when it, it comes, comes to, to men, man, you guys are weak. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know and it's what like it, is. it and it's like we we kind of dumb ourselves down do. to build up the egos of these men. And that's exactly what it is. You guys are definitely just building an ego because I feel like with Jamaican men, it's always an ego stroke for them. Mm-hmm. It's always like I need to show that I'm a don, and it's also stems from how we were taught as we were young. Yes, we're always taught we need to be aggressive, we need to be angry, we need to be strong, we need to show our dominance, and then we don't realize that when we're teaching young men to be this way, that when they get older, this is what's happening. Yes, when a man says, I'm, when a woman says, "I'm going to leave you." She's like, no, I'm the dominant one. If anything, I'm going to leave you. You can't leave me. And that's mm-hmm. the problem with these cases, though. All these men, are they're saying, you know what? I'm in control. If you're going to decide you're going to leave, you're not going to go because I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I remember growing up, there was actually, next door to where I lived, mm-hmm. there was actually a case <clears throat> of domestic violence there wow. where I could literally, I could be in my house and I could you literally hear, hear the woman screaming because she was getting beatings. But I didn't know I did anything. Nobody did anything, right? Until she got up one day. I don't know mm-hmm. if someone in the neighborhood spoke to her. I was super young at the time. Mm-hmm. She got up one day and she just walked straight to the police station and she and reported it. She reported it. She reported it, yes. Yeah. I mean, at least she reported it though because a lot of the cases women don't want to report it because at the end of the day, everybody but knows like, what's going on with what crime. Makes, Nobody reports anything during yeah. the period. So imagine... We need to change that too. Exactly. <laughs> but like what... I, I, I want to know like what possesses a man to think that he can take his hands and put it on somebody's child. His sense of superiority. He thinks, listen, men literally, it's almost like with slavery. I don't know what possessed white people to think they were superior to black people, but they really (laughs) thought they were superior and they they enacted on that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing was happening. No, men still think they're superior. It's just the same reason why a man would touch a woman inappropriately and he thinks it's okay because he thinks i don't know what kind of god-given power he thinks he's given mm-hmm. to have some form of control over but that's exactly what it is men just think okay i have superiority over you as a man and you can't leave me unless i say so you know what though <clears throat> you know luckily we're in the year 2020 mm-hmm. and i think attitudes are changing true and thank god for social media too yes yeah, social media you know weirdness mm-hmm. issues like this that mostly most women maybe never want to talk about yes so most women also maybe thought they were alone in the situation because i'm mm-hmm. sure lots of women be like are not thinking that anybody else is going through the same situation as them mm-hmm. but with social media and with us bringing awareness to situations like this but you know what i remember like back in the days like in the 90s mm-hmm. the ministry of health they used to have uh um, she says 90s like she's that old <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen. I passed my late 20s. <laughs> but I remember they used to have like in like not, like little mini shows yeah. about like domestic violence, about pregnancy, about like a lot of social issues yeah, that was affecting did. us. I mean, it was like poorly edited, <laughs> but like brought, brought but you know what? It was it was something on television yeah. so you can see, but I guess it didn't work because I think that maybe they just it all faded away from men's memory. Because I don't know what's going on now. It's I feel like now, 2019, 2020, I don't know. I feel like there is a reoccurrence of this issue. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it, not that it died down a while, but I feel like now three in one week is like, I'm, something's You know what on. I think it is? I think it's, we are now hearing more about it. Like, I feel like Could they, yeah. these things have been happening for years, but it's True. kind of been hush hush. True. Oh, that's also could, could be the fact that women are no more vocal in the house. Yeah. So now instead of back in the days when a man said, you're going to do this and a woman like, okay, I'm going to do it. Now maybe women are saying, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm standing up to you. And then he's like, wait, hold on. Yeah. 10 years ago, you just listened to what I said. All of a sudden now you but have like, a voice. Like, think about it. Like, so... No, both both people in the household work, right? Men sure. and women. Sure. So the man goes out, he works. The woman goes out, she works. She Before she gets up, she got to get the kids ready. She has to give them breakfast, make yeah. sure that they look spick and span for yeah. school because you cannot be in a wrinkled uniform <laughs> and a, a dusty, dusty shoes for the school. And she works all day. She picks up the kids, comes home. Her husband comes home and she has to cook she has to do homework for the kids mm-hmm. while the husband sits, drinks his rum, and just and watches it. TV, and that's it. Or that's we'll go out to the bar. Like we all yeah. Saw, like, I saw that. Well, saw I grew up in a single-parent household, so. I, mean, I grew up in a, in a regular-parent like, regular household. My mother and father. At some points and some points not. Yeah. But I did see that. I saw that with grandparents. I saw that with aunts and uncles where the mm-hmm. woman was still working and she was doing all that. And then the men would just come in and they're watching TV and drinking <laughs> Literally. Our society, the way, listen, the way our society is operating back then and now, it's almost like when you look at things, you're like, damn, so your mother cooks, cleans, and goes to work. And, and you literally sit down on a couch and watch TV. Are you and literally? Some man just thinks that's normal. Yeah. Or, or literally, you come in at the house, you drop your stuff, and you go to a bar, go drink with your friend them. And then you see some woman upon the street. And it's one of them there. Either him left you for the young girl. Or he gets the girl pregnant. I'm going to put home. Li- I've literally we seen this a thousand times. Yeah, we have seen those too many times. And it's sad because some of the time, the minute the, your mother and your father is also still making the same amount of money. Because sometimes you men will be given the excuse to not cook and clean and... Because of my man. No, no, not because of the man, but because maybe they're the only person working, or they're the person making more money than they're, you're saying. Yeah. You equate that to you're you're doing more, so you can. Okay, the man can't relax now. You know what I'm saying? My take home, mm-hmm. he's taking on the bread, or but he's you know taking what? on more of the bread than you are. You know what? I feel like as a society, we need to rethink gender roles. We do. Because I remember when I was younger, um, a cu- I was in Jamaica, and my cousin who is male was also there as well and the cousin he was out partying coming home at like seven o'clock in the Mm, morning eight o'clock in the morning and then they wouldn't let me out the house because i'm a girl and i'm like why can he go out and do all these things but i cannot and i have to go to church and do all these things and they were like well 
he can't get pregnant. He can't bring a baby home. But he can't have a. He can't get a girl pregnant. Though. Yeah, but that baby is not gonna come home. That is true. But you're making a valid point, though. Like, does that affect um, how you see a man and a woman, though? Because you're yes. saying he's not taking the baby home, so I feel like you're making a point. You're you're making to me you're almost supporting your point when you say he's not taking the baby home. He, he usually isn't. He's not, it's, but I'm just saying that almost supports their point mm-hmm. that it's okay for him to do that as opposed to you to do that. I don't agree with him going out and you not going out, but I'm just saying I feel like the point you just made yeah. supports their theory. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like we, we build and grow on that, True. and then we get where, we're our, where we are today. We are True. six it's women across dark. Jamaica and Trinidad are dead. Yeah, it's a build of the dark. Yeah. Mine's role is different. He's supposed to be aggressive. This is depressing. It is. It's sad. (laughs) I I think the message is we need to have an open dialogue about gender roles. We need to have an open dialogue about domestic violence across the Caribbean, not just Jamaica, not just Trinidad, all over. All over because it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens all over the world. And I feel like it's especially under a microscope for the Caribbean because we're dots and our population is so small. So even just one impacts all of us. And some some of these um, crimes are super gruesome. (laughs) I remember one from last year in, I think it was in St. James, not even the husband, he was a common law Uh, husband. And he thought that his common law uh, wife was cheating on him. So he killed her and her daughter and then killed himself. And you know what? When I heard that, I started tearing up. Because it's sad. (sighs) Ouch. Listen. (laughs) Yeah, when you think of it, though, he thinks that he has so much control over them. And I mean, he can't cheat on him. Yeah, and I mean, it goes. But imagine if. Here's the thing imagine the rules twisting. Imagine her cheating on him. Mm -hmm. And imagine what his mother would say to, to her or to him. Because hmm. I've heard stories of men in the Caribbean cheating on their wives, and when their moms respond to the stories, mm. it's almost like, oh, you know, say, in my mind, you know, say, I'm going to yep. do them something there. Yep. I've heard those too many times, and I feel like men are always given a pass to do stuff. They're always given a pass to be angry. They're always given a pass to cheat. Yeah. They're always given too many passes. And a guy, I feel like that's so disrespectful because I grew up seeing a strong mother, a strong sister, strong grandmothers. And we were thinking, Literally, why, are, they all, why yeah. are we giving a pass for everything, though? A man is always given a pass to cheat. Listen, dear future husband, yes. you cheat on me? Listen. Who child? But to the women out there, I feel like to the women out there, my point with to you would be, Know your value, know your worth, Mm -hmm. know that you are stronger than any situation you're in. Know that a a relationship you have with a man does not define you. Yeah, and it's okay to leave. Yeah, it's definitely okay to leave. So you listen, walk away. Listen, you can't, women are, you guys are strong. I'm telling you, you guys are strong. You Mm -hmm. have it within you. Listen, if you can bring a child in the world, (laughs) listen, y'all can do anything and have menstruation cycles every month. You listen, you can, you can, we can get up and leave and walk away. Listen, it's time for women just to just walk. I don't care. Put your pride aside. People might laugh, people might say things, but just walk away from the situation. Whew, all right. That was heavy. That was very heavy. Yeah, that was too deep. <laughs> all right, let's go into something Ooh. light. It's not really light. It's corruption. <laughs> <laughs> it's corruption. <laughs> so in an act that is shocking, mm. the ruling parties of Jamaica. The Jamaica Labour Party. 
and the People's National Party, PMP, they agree on something. Listen and guess what it is. Money. (laughs) (laughs) For themselves. (laughs) So these members of parliament are asking for more pay. Currently, (laughs) a cabinet minister in Jamaica makes 5.6 million Jamaican, which equivalents to about 41,000 US dollars. And they, but let's go back to the, the numbers and come down to how much it was. The minimum wage in Jamaica. The minimum wage in Jamaica is seven thousand Jamaican dollars. Yes, per week. Per week. Ugh. And if you're timesing that by fifty-two weeks in a year, that's three hundred and sixty-four. Wow, wait, like that's not, that's right. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, my calculus is right though. Seven seven thousand thousand times fifty-two weeks. That's three hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Not even a smidget close. That's not even yeah. That's like <laughs> to the to what they're getting in salary, right? And <laughs> I I found that's a quote. Fifteen percent of of the MP salary. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Jesus, this is where <laughs> I lost it. So I was reading. I was reading an article, mm. and I was listening to a newscast as well. And I this quote came up. Um, Ronald Thays. Thaws? Thaws? I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, he's a member of the People's National Party. He said this quote. <clears throat> Read it. It is unjust for us to treat ourselves this way. It is unjust for the public to expect that the persons who serve here at great sacrifice should be made paupers. And I just want to tell said, you. said unjust. I just want to tell these MPs, stop it. Stop it. Can you agree on a crime plan? Can you agree on public works? Mm. Can you agree on anything else? But instead, you want to talk about paying yourselves. No, I'm just caught up on the fact that he used the word unjust. <laughs> By definition, injustice means a lack of fairness of justice. Fairness? Let's talk about fairness. Let's talk about the fact that people in Jamaica are making $7,000 a week. Let's talk about the fact that our dollar is sliding. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, it's not going down, it's, it's sliding. It's sliding. Let's <laughs> talk about the fact that children are spending so much on tuitions for UE and UTEC and oh. find a job. Let's talk about injustice. That's injustice. Ooh. Let's talk about the fact that people cannot go to a hospital in Jamaica and get decent health care. Yeah. Or that, that we true. need concerts like the Shaggy concert to fund the Bustamante um, hospital. That's not unfair. That's unfair. Listen, and that burned me. Listen, come on. Like, that, he's talking about it's unjust. It's unjust. Listen, you know what? It's unjust for the doctors and nurses across the island to be working with minimal pay exactly. and no resources. That's what, it's unjust that's how, that's for unjust. teachers to be teaching the future generation of the country it's, with no resources. That's what we, that's what we call unjust. R E S O U R C E S resources. Exactly. Come on. Ronald, if you're listening, mm. we'd like to have a chat with you. Yeah. We want to get to understand your psyche of why you think government ministers need to make more money. They need to reassess what they're doing. I feel like what they need to be held accountable for their actions and for their work. So give me, show uh, me, show me some actions. Show me what you're doing. Listen, Jamaica needs to work on crime. Jamaica needs to work on building the economy, getting into a different level. Yes, um, the unemployment rate fell down to seven point two percent, but still, how many of these jobs are full-time paying jobs? Talk with, with about benefits? it. 
They're not. So let's assess your job first. Like for me, I feel like at the end of the day, if I go to my boss and say, hey boss, I need an increase on my pay. What is he going to say? Why do you need an increase on your pay? What have you done for the entire year? What can you do for the yeah. next year to show me that you deserve an increase? These people don't deserve more than five points. First of all, that's a lot of money. But <laughs> let's talk about something though. Um, according to Jamaica Observer, MPs in Jamaica are making 40% less than that of Barbados. And the Prime Minister of Barbados makes twice as much as the Prime Minister of Jamaica. Yet still, bar- the popula- look at the population of Jamaica versus the population of let's talk their argument though their argument is that compared to their counter in barbados they're making way less let's talk about the amount of money them waste and teeth <laughs> the scam of them Corruption. there the scam of them did there <laughs> for a long time <laughs> but you know what i they're i've been scammers. thinking about this they are scammers what more money i'm not doing more work <laughs> this is what i've been thinking i think that government ministers should be paid on their performance and should yes. not be given a salary right it makes absolutely no wait, wait, sense wait, wait, to me no, no salary no salary so you should happen? be paid based on your performance mm, right because made them commission workers right made them actually do work yes because i feel like they're not doing because you know what i think they do they they go to their constituencies during election time or mm. certain key times during the year yes. they fix a little road they do. paint over the basic and they school they promise jobs that's all they're doing they're promising yeah. jobs Whew. them them i know a few beer exactly. few guinness few red stripe big up red stripe <laughs> bring up the sponsorship please. give give out like thousand thousand yeah, jamaican do dollars here there give out look of food but I also say something about our culture, though, our people, though. Like, we're so fickle, like, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you just give me a thousand dollars. I thought you thousand dollars can't buy a party on a day. <laughs> Listen, I would take the, the beer and the box food no, and I would eat it. Like, I wouldn't vote for them, though. <laughs> but here's the problem with Jamaican politics, though. We don't have too many options. You have the two corrupt people and one corrupt on GLP, one corrupt on PMP, and that's it. But there are other political parties, but they don't have... You mean the purple one? What about, there's what a purple call, one the, the purple one remember um mr bruce golding was the president of the purple national party. democratic yes. movement wasn't it blue wasn't it like a light a sky blue could have been that i might have confused and then he left when yeah, siaga came out for yes you know this is what i this is honestly what i think <laughs> i think they should be paid <laughs> yeah they should be paid based on their performance. And so if wait, you're not wait, performing, so wait, well, you so should... Let's, let's get this right. So you're saying that at the beginning of the year, no salary. When you, when, so at what point do they get paid, though? Every month? So after and a each, year. So it's a whole year? Yeah. And then, so you, listen, you, you are, you're not, this is not a no, no, private sector job. This is a public role. You no, volunteer no, your not, time and your services, no, right? No, no, feed them, Julie, no, Julie. I mean, a lot of these people have full-time jobs, too. A lot of them, a lot of a lot of them are big, big time defense lawyers True. who charge out the wazoo. I think Vibes Cartel's um, what's his name lawyer mm-hmm. w- is in the government too. Can you remember Katie Knight, the former minister yeah. of national security? Yeah. Big, big, big lawyer. You know who he? He's he a practicing de- lawyer though. Yeah, because he defended why Busy Signal. Why MP? Yes, he defended Busy Signal. Why is that even? A, why is that even a thing though? <laughs> who landed? So let's reassess that five point six mil. 
exactly. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't be. They shouldn't get a salary. They should be paid yeah, based on their they performance. They also get seventeen thousand per. Remember, we were talking. I think we were talking and about this last week. We're yeah, getting seventeen thousand dollars every time they go to the. They go to Parliament to speak. They get seventeen thousand dollars for each, each time they go. And they also get free cars. True. Too, and they got a government cell phone. And look at the roads. <laughs> <laughs> It's like where where did I drive? Because <laughs> I need the same road. What are you guys getting paid for? Let, I need to know. What but you know what? Paid for? You know what they say? Jamaica. Ha- There's a Porsche dealership in Jamaica, so the roads are getting better. <laughs> Listen, I mean, listen. roads in certain areas are getting better, but roads some, are always nice. But come on, not all parts. Yeah, yeah. But you know what's <laughs> funny though? <laughs> they're building these roads, but they're not building any like ir- um, drainage system. Yeah, so yeah. when it rains, it's flood. So between June and November, by the time hurricane season, not a pure battle. Pure battle. So you have to go back no and <laughs> rebuild the roads. <sighs> you know, I. Listen, someone yeah, elected me as prime minister. The, the, the comparison, though, between Barbados and Jamaica. Jam- um, bar- the MPs or representatives in Barbados making 40% more than that of Jamaica. I would say look at quality of life. Uh, cr- between the quality of life of Barbados is better than that of Jamaica. I mean, the crime is definitely better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, over might not be better, but <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Riri. <laughs> I don't, I don't and know MP, about that. Um, the prime minister of Barbados, she makes twice as much as Mr. Andrew Honest. I know I love me some Andrew. Actually, I really like Mia. You like Listen, her? Yes, Mia is a lion. I think she's doing a pretty impactful work. Are you biased because she's a woman? No. Okay, just asking. Just I mean, Portia, Portia Simpson Miller, the first <laughs> prime minister, the first female prime minister of Jamaica, was a woman, and I was very critical <laughs> of her. She I made it too easy. <laughs> too easy. <laughs> Portia be giving speeches, and you're like, "Lady, put the, put the mic down. Put the mic down." Shout out to the Miss like, because I love her to death. Wait, put the mic down. <laughs> wait. So I will never forget this moment. Portia Simpson Miller has she's done some Please. amazing things across her career. Are you gonna talk about the drama talk moment? No. Said, no drama talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> when she was doing a debate on I think it was Oh we had to remember that moment. T- she was doing a debate on <laughs> TBJ. I forget it against who. I don't know if it was against Bruce Golding or Andrew Holness. And the the commentator was like, um, Mrs. Simpson Miller. You noted that there is extra money in the budget. And then Portia's response was, oh, we'll find the money. <laughs> and then the, response, the, the presenter was like, you find the money? Where did you find the money? And Portia was like, we'll find the money. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll I know that <laughs> yes, she find the money. But Where I do know. And then you know what? <laughs> you know, people go come after me. But you know what? I am protected by Jesus because I remember uh, one yeah. time, one time, like <laughs> yeah, that was no, that was the funniest moment, moment of uh, Portia's. Um, um, I I don't think it was. Uh, I think her, it was top her, ten. Her leadership. <laughs> I think that it was top plus ten. Don't drama top. When she said don't drama <laughs> top at that moment, when she was rallying for 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 her votes. Yeah. Listen. Ooh. Disclaimer. I love 
Miss Portia Simpson Miller. I appreciate Miss Portia Simpson Miller for the what she's done. She's you know what, what when has she done? <laughs> she was um she was I think she was the minister for youth and sports. And she did, a, and she did a lot for her community of Hagley Park. She's been good as an MP, and yeah. And she, I know that the the clinic, Hagley Park Comprehensive Clinic, mm-hmm. I know that she gave them a lot of support over the years. All right, let's. She's all for the people, so you know what? Yeah, you know what, Portia, we salute you. We salute you. We You're right you. up there with Mia. Not really. <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> all right, last year, the <laughs> Minister of Education. Raul Reed mm. was arrested. Mm. His wife was also arrested. Minister of Education in Jamaica. In Jamaica, yes. His wife was arrested. His daughter was arrested. Mm. And it was in relation to misappropriation of funds. Mm. So this week... <laughs> so this week, the Auditor General of Jamaica came out with a report about the Caribbean Maritime University. Mm. In the... I think the Maritime University started in, I don't remember, I think the 70s or 80s. I don't remember. Um, don't quote me on this. But it originally was an institute, and then they had a partnership with a, a university in Norway, and they created the university. So in the report, the Caribbean Maritime Institute was accused of operational breaches and misuse of public mm. funds. So... They found out that 145 million Jamaican dollars was transferred from the university to a trust fund with no accountability on how the money was spent. Where is the money? So the trust fund itself is called the Jamaica Maritime Institute Trust Fund. It was established in 1997. So there you go. This is looking for 1997. For the well, that's for the trust. So there have been in the last couple of years there have been no donations, no fundraising. Um, and no money has really been given to need-based students or the university itself. The trust fund committee has not met since April 2015. Mm. Deposits totaling $189.3 million were made to the trust in 2016. Mm. And then in 2018-2019, $188.3 million mm. was withdrawn. <laughs> and then the auditors, the auditor general pointed out that the signatories of the trust fund mm. was the president of the university and the finance committee chairman of the university. The president of the university, his name is Professor Fritz Pinnock, mm. and he is also embroiled in a criminal case, the same crim- criminal case that Rule Reed is involved with. So they also, <laughs> this report also uncovered that the CMU withdrew 70,000 US dollars as per diem or stipend for 10 people who are not employed by the university where at all. The they didn't give the names of who these people are. In and where is the money going? Who knows? <laughs> and that's the issue with, with Jamaica. Who knows? So the money tuition, right? Tuition for this university is wild because it, it not only services Jamaica, it services the entire Caribbean. Mm-hmm. To get a, a bachelor's degree in cybersecurity and digital forensics, it's 496000 Jamaican dollars a year. Mm-hmm. A year. <laughs> to get a degree in international shipping, a bachelor's degree, 
$481,661. To get a master's in automation, $1.79 million for the entirety of the program. And you're telling me you're taking all of this money, $189 million to a trust fund, but now do nothing? Nothing. So nobody's getting any scholarship. I mean, I did read that the some of the money in the trust fund was given to construction companies to construct what? <laughs> not it's not, not at the university. So what what are they constructing, right? So So this 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 seems like a little thing, but it's a it's huge conversation right now in Jamaica because it's like why are you, how are they how are they able to get away with taking money all these years and no one there's no sense of accountability when it comes down to politicians this is this is gonna get ugly because it's gonna get ugly but as usual it's no there's no sense of accountability there isn't and and, you know i feel like partisan 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 in jamaica is rampant Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's I think it's worse than the U.S., to be honest, yeah. because Rural Reed, he's a member of the government. He was like a member of the government, member of the Jamaica National Party. Mm-hmm. And the P- the People's National Party have been Jamaica riding. Party, yes, Jamaica Labour Party, excuse mm-hmm. me. Okay. The People's National Party, PMP, they've been riding this. <laughs> so, really they are, because at the end of the election time. You know. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, okay. Peter so Phillips is ready for them to call the election, even though clearly he might lose, but he's ready for them to call the election. Like he's, they're going to write the story because they're going to, this is going to be their point about the Jim, Jamaica Labour Party being corrupt. And it's but the, the People's but National Party just was as just as corrupt. corrupt. Yeah. They're just as corrupt. You know what? I am very surprised that Peter Phillips won the internal primary for the PMP leadership. I'm not surprised. Who do you think would have won? Jamaica I thought Peter Bunting would have no, won. Jamaica is all about the people that have been there a while and just they're all they're all about the establishment. It's just why people like Portia would take over from BJ. It's almost like it was a definite thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a definite thing that Peter Phillips is going to take over from her because it's all about people that have been the ride or die, or people that have been just in this thing forever. You know, Jamaica, Jamaica are traditionalists. They we go need to with stop. They know. We need to stop. Yeah, they do. Listen. Need new blood, new new ear, new fr- fr- fresh ideas. New parties. Like, get get new parties. They do. Get new but parties. But that's never going to happen. So I feel like fresh... <laughs> it's not. Listen, I, I will blood. come as a member of... of the Jamaica Labour Party. No. <laughs> as a member of the revolutionary mm. party of Jamaica. Imagine that happening, though. Imagine that would be amazing. young people getting up in Jamaica and saying, we're tired of this. We're tired. We need change and we need to see it done now. Be like, listen, I'm ready for that though. I'm, I'm, listen, I'd go down to Jamaica and be like, listen, I'm supporting y'all. I want to raise, I want to go back to Jamaica and live. I want to raise my children down there. I had a phenomenal childhood. Yeah, I, I had some childhood. phenomenal Except mangoes. I still coming to this country, <laughs> so I definitely feel like something I want to go back. Yeah, but I, I don't want to go. I don't want to move down in this. Not with how crowded it is. I mean, the mangoes but are I'm delicious, down. but no, <laughs> I'll suffer with the flux of mangoes up yeah. here. You know, the politics up here is just as messy. But I feel like at the end of the day, there is this sense of accountability that's... A little bit. A little bit more than Jamaica. Yeah. All right. Some good news. Some good news, <laughs> please. Soften the tone. They the are station. developing Port Royal. Port Royal! <sighs> so... Historical sites of Port Royal. So they're actually... They're even going to have cruise ships yeah, come to Port Royal, which is amazing. I just have one request. What? 
Glorious. Mm. Please improve. Glorious. Glorious is one of the most the most sought after restaurants i would say sought after i think it's the most popular restaurant, popular restaurant in port royal they have the also best seafood the yes there's water. in downtown kingston and they have one in ocherias but their customer service is <laughs> terrible the service is not bad the wait time. you <laughs> that's true the wait time i remember going there on friday evenings when i was younger and it used to be two hour waits yes, for a cup of soup. Can <laughs> throw you a piece of plantain two hours? Not even a piece of bami. Mm. <laughs> Nothing. But I'm excited about Porto for the fact that it's gonna bring more tourists. Which I have a I'm liking that idea. I'm also not liking that idea because I was reading an article that was talking about how they are really making this so much. They are making this part of Jamaica. A real tourist attraction. It was almost the conversation was more geared towards how can we make um, Port Royal the best place for tourists, as mm. instead of saying how can we make Port Royal the best place for Jamaicans. And that's always my issue with tourism in Jamaica because I feel like yeah, I'm glad they're supporting the idea of bringing money in from abroad mm-hmm. to build up the economy. But at the end of the day, I feel like I always want Jamaicans to enjoy Jamaica. Yeah. Even one article I was already reading was talking about how they can make it safe for people from abroad. How can they make it less hassling for people from abroad? And I'm like, okay, what happens to how can we make it a beautiful place that a Jamaican person that decides Sunday after church or if they're not going to church, they're yeah. like, let's take a trip to Port Royal. Yeah, like I, I would love to see that they build on the historicness of Port Royal. Yeah. Because in and the... And teach children in Jamaica the history yeah. of Port Royal because Port Royal has a rich history. Yeah, because in the 1700s, it was a huge, like, it was essentially the Las Vegas of the Caribbean. Yeah. It was lewd. It was no, wild, no, no, no. and it was Caribbean moment. Mm, <laughs> it was so bad that God said, "No, sir, earthquake, <laughs> earthquake," <laughs> and half the city went down in the sea. Yeah, but it has a rich history. It is beautiful. It has a rich history, and I feel like, yeah. how about we make it a place for the Jamaican people? You know what? I always have issues, as same as you, like when they put tourism first. Yeah, it's always about the tourists, and it's never like let's open up a manufacturing plant so we can have these jobs, specialized jobs, so we yeah. can have careers. Like, what happens with people that go to u- these universities, like the Maritime Institute? Yeah. I mean, I know someone that w- used to go there, and he works on a ship from time to time. Mm. But... <sighs> what about making it conducive to educating our young children about the history of Jamaica? Or well, even um, I- encouraging our young people to be to do aqua fisheries. Mm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But you know that Jamaicans like fresh fish. But still, like... Look, they do, look, but look. there's so much support around that you can make it something that Jamaicans can learn from it. Yeah. I mean, we, it's not about just giving the Jamaican a job, but teaching them about their history. How about we go there and we learn about the Marines? I don't know, the, not the Marines. We learn about fishes and the biology. I feel like there's so much yes. to do with Yes, and why you should not eat pirate fish because it's destroying Helsha. Yeah, stuff like that. I feel like it's time for Jamaicans to use what they have and let it benefit the people yeah but let's visit port royal one day not revisit we'll revisit well we have a lot of fun things actually planned yes, for um for 2020 it's gonna be exciting into 2021 stay tuned stay tuned we may go to port royal that would be a good trip we may go to all 14 parishes i'm trying to convince the car you we're know i'm gonna do it and we may go to jamaica carnival no we're not <laughs>
We're skipping Jamaica Carnival this year. We we may go to Jamaica Carnival. We may he, go to Toronto Carnival. Absolutely Yay. not. Absolutely, absolutely not. All right, that's gonna be an expo. Tell us where you think we should go next. Or your Toronto Carnival or Jim, you know what? The poll, the poll already done. Listen, <laughs> I'm still gonna ask the question. <laughs> but tweet us at Mango Tea Podcast, and you can always email us at Mango Tea Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your comments. Yeah, give us, send us your questions. If there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. Um, also, follow us on Instagram, please. Uh, yes. We do polls at Mango Tea Podcast, and we also have a Facebook page as well. Yeah, um, and we do polls, as I mentioned before, we do polls from time to time. <laughs> and if there's any topics that you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about sports, we can talk more about finance, but we're also trying to keep the episodes down to 45 <laughs> minutes, and it is hard. <laughs> but I we're trying. <laughs> we do love to talk. <laughs> All right, talk to us more on the internet, um, us email us everything thank you for watching also don't thank forget you for listening when you're listening when you're um listening to the podcast don't forget to download and then listen and thank share you. with mas jim ronda road <laughs> send it on <laughs> bye y'all have a good week bye bye